When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Versed is men's activewear that's built to be comfortable, functional, and stylish. Their versatile clothing is made from fabrics that flex and fit perfectly for any activity, whether it's at the gym or on the go. Versed is fit for living, and these wardrobe staples are sure to be your favorite things to wear. Versed is available at Dick's Sporting Goods, or get 15% off regular price items when you go to VRST.com and use the promo code Podcast 15, all in caps. That's Podcast 15, all capital letters. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
This is Fighting Cop Podcast, and this is another intro for another Fighting Cop Podcast. Enjoy. It's the fighting. Apparently, that wasn't good enough, so um, here's another intro for another Fighting Cop Podcast. Well, well what did we talk about? Well, we talked about some stuff, didn't we? Um, we talked about Real Madrid coming to town. Yeah. Booze. Boozy Pod. Boozy Pod, didn't we? We talked about chopped up porn mags. We talked <laughs> about. Um, what did Rick talk about? Rick talked about uh, his daughter bringing home an Arsenal fan boyfriend despite only being six years old and how Ricky, you know, reacted to that. Oh. And, uh, and Alex is showing me a picture of his well-endowed dick. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, so I hope you enjoyed the Fighting Cop podcast once again. Um, if you didn't, then we'll be back next week for more. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. Rick, um, you in the pub? Can we tell a story about you? You know, well, the hit, do we have to? Yeah, no, I want you to because um, it was very funny. I know you didn't what you don't want to, but I want to bully you into it until you do it. It's not bullying. It's um, accepting. It's good content. Well, it's not <laughs> not that either. Uh, but um, we were just chatting about. <laughs> I think we were talking about eBay and, you know, history. Well, I think we are just talking about history. Clearing history. Uh, clearing history. And, uh, like, years ago, my missus, years ago now, uh, <laughs> my, my missus uh, was on the laptop and um, she was on eBay and she said, uh, Rick, look, what have you been looking at in eBay? I was like, well, just, like, usual stuff. Why? And she's like... And she spanned the laptop round mm. at like the last last thing I searched. Mm. The last thing I searched was uh, glass crack pipe. And then I had to explain yeah. that it was at a time in my life back then where I wanted to stop smoking uh, fru- fruity cigarette. Well, I wanted to stop smoking tobacco, right. but I still enjoyed the occasional fruity cigarette. <laughs> so I wanted to get get the tobacco out. And it was, you know, back then I was just smoking the green. Why don't you just pipe pipe? pipe? Why glass? Why, yeah, why glass? Why glass crack pipe? Because they look good, man. And they look like they're having such a great time. <laughs> so, so why can't I have that? That's why true. can't I have that? Point, yeah. And then I got it. That was a good point. Uh, yeah, but, um, but, but when I was putting glass pipe in, it was like coming up with some... Like uh, chimes, like wind chimes, and shit like that. I was like, mate, I, 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 I don't need that. I ain't about that. So, yeah, so what did the crack pipe yield? So it, what sort of results did it yield? So well, it was it didn't have the tobacco because all the crack, but no, all the crack. It was just like, the burn and the hit like straight away. It was like back <laughs> back then. It was like yeah, it was hard. Uh, what's, it was it was hard. Have you ever been undone by your search history ever? Well, yeah, obviously. Well, what do you mean? Well, just you know. What do you mean? Obviously, what, you well, before the days of private of... browsing. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Well, once I I remember giving an iPad to my old man. Yeah. One that I wasn't using anymore. Oh no, no, it wasn't. I wasn't giving it to him. I was showing him. I was when I first got an iPad, and I was excited. I was a bit of an Apple boy, and I was like, "Look, look what he can do." Mm. Went to pressed on Safari, and up came um, up came Pornhub. Big milky tits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and my my dad's missus at the time said, just went oop. <laughs> from behind me just went oop and as I was definitely desperately pressing the button to try and get it off so the first time I ever got por- caught with porn is um, was my ex-girlfriend and um, she found a floppy disk 
Wow, that's going Floppy back. That is yeah. uh, that's going yeah. way back. Way, way back. This is you're talking nineteen ninety six. Sorry, did you watch Jamaya and Carl Donnelly said that he had a story when he had a floppy disk and he kept all his all his porn on a folder called Darts. <laughs> <laughs> uh floppy disk for people that don't the younger listeners. <laughs> Um, they held 3.5 megabytes. I can't believe we've got to explain floppy disks. That's I know, blowing my mind. Know, it's horrible. <laughs> uh, 3.5 megabytes. And on, on my 3.5, when I filled to the brim, um, I had pictures of women of various uh, dimensions. Pictures? So yeah, like pictures. What? So like Joe Guest? Oh, Joe no, Guest would have been was... in there. But no, we're talking hardcore here, not... not oh, okay. like... But then we found out Joe no, Guest no, was no, a scum fan. Stuff. None of that stuff. I mean, I've, from a very young age, I've not been into soft porn. No, it needs to be hard. understand it. Needs it. To be hardcore. I don't understand it. If you're going to do it, then let's go the you whole way. You want to see your tears. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Only in 4K. <laughs> <laughs> Only in 4K. She's, she's supposed to have an Arsenal shirt on as well, so it's ruined it for yeah, me. Yeah, it has ruined it. Um, and, and, and also, I managed to, to squeeze in some... Some some three or four second MPEGs. Would you describe those as modern day gifs? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. modern day gifs. Four or five seconds of uh, extreme pornography, and, uh, and my missus found it, and she had she was in floods of tears. But she was very young and naive at the time, and now she bashes out to porn more than anyone else I've ever met. When I was when I was seventeen, right, I had a part time job. Oh no, full time, in a <coughs> summer job at a garage that my dad got me. Right. And part of my duties was I had to go and walk the owner's dog across the fields like, at lunchtime. And I remember walking this dog over. I've never told anyone this. Draw the dog over in this field, and they used to um, like cut the the bushes like with those uh, those cutters from a tractor, like dry, tractor drive down the road, and it cuts the hedges as it goes along. Yep. And this had done it, and it had obviously caught some porn mag that someone had thrown in, and it had thrown it into a thousand pieces. And over the space, of, over the space of three weeks, I spent every day at lunch piecing back together bits and pieces uh, of this of this one page of this one there. And then once I was done, at the end of that two weeks, I had a wank underneath a tree. For that. <laughs> See, the thing is, the kids don't realise the lengths we go to in those days just to see a pair of perfectly porn. I was so excited. I was so excited to go take the dog for a walk outside. It's half past ten, I'll take lunchtime, I'll have lunch early. Do you know you earn that? No, no, I used to throw the ball at miles and then it would go chase it. That's a danger one. Danger wank with a dog. Literally piecing it together though under a tree, under an oak tree, having a wank. I don't understand how how hard it was back in the day to to find material in order to knock one out. Like, Mindy's are like knocking one after porn now, isn't it? I don't understand Mindy's, it's weird. I I can do it in the right situation. Yeah, it's my uh, forte. Why was your finger up, Rick? What? A minute ago, finger was up. Oh, I can't remember now. So it would have been good as well. All right, uh, we've got Real Madrid, uh, Tottenham coming. (laughs) I don't even want to talk about it, I would rather talk about this. Uh, Real Madrid coming to Wah, not Wah Lane, Wembley, which is poignant, in fact, because I think it's important to discuss at this stage what Wembley means to us. Um, we've got the biggest side in the world, Barman United, probably, who, uh, you know, coming to town, it's a massive glamour tie. Is it for you, any of you, sort of tinged with a little bit of regret the fact that it isn't at Wah Lane T? 100%. Yeah, 100%. Um... When we played Real Madrid last time in 2011, there was such an atmosphere before the game, and I just think the whole vibe is just a lot different this time. Memory just feels feels artificial. It doesn't feel like a fortress. But having said that, when we score an early goal, it's a completely different stadium. We scored early against Dortmund and against Liverpool, and once it scored, it felt like it felt a bit more like home. 
Yeah, did you forget that you were at Wembley a little bit I, during those periods? I did a bit, and um, I guess at half-time at West Ham last week I did as well. <laughs> <laughs> but then the, the, then the horrible reality came home at 90 minutes that, yeah, this is Wembley, yeah, it's, and it's awful, and I want to die. Yeah, I want to, yeah. It just, it was, hello darkness, my old friend. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. It's a great point, though, about, about Liverpool. I must admit, um, I have my issues with Wembley, and not just issues, I, I, I actively dislike going. Um, but, after that third, particularly as the third goal went in just before half time against Liverpool, I, I celebrated that goal and the people around me celebrated that goal as if we were at White Hart Lane. I was hugging perfect strangers and running down four steps to go and grab someone just to hug them, and mm. you know, and 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 for for a second it was like, could could this could this be you know if we get the right results could this be just as enjoyable as White Hart Lane? It wasn't, but there was a there was an element that that. I, I walked away from that ground fully enjoying myself. Obviously, the result was incredible. But um, the problem with that is, uh, even on a game as big as that, there was Liverpool fans dotted all around me. Mm. So, for, for me, well, growing up and um, like my dad taking me down to Spurs, it was kind of like the, the beginning years of walking down, uh, walking down the high road from Seven Sisters... And my dad had great this great glee of pointing out different roads and streets where like Spurs fans would congregate and wait for like the the, the other teams coming down and stuff like to that. To beat them off. Yeah, pretty much. And um, so it was when these games come around and it's like under the lights at Water Lane, those cold, crisp nights, and you're welcoming uh, a European team and coming into to Tottenham, not the greatest area. And um, I'm watching their fans come down and then we're all chanting either side. And it was a real close-knit, tight, kind of like where the roads are, where the fans are. And shepping them in into the, the, the front end of Park Lane and then you would go in as well. And you kind of like, you, you don't lose that. There's this momentum from the pubs when you're singing, from the streets that you come out and then you see away fans and then straight into, the, straight into Park Lane or wherever. And it's literally minutes between it because the, the the check-in and stuff like that was because it was so so close but at Wembley like you, your nearest pub is like 15 minute walk and and whatever and you lose that singing momentum and then you're queuing outside and you lose it again and then you find your seat and people that that you're not familiar with and things like that so it's it's such a different um atmosphere and it's one that I've never like like I was saying that is there a moment that I forget that could this be the new White Lane it is never and will never ever be anything near to White Hart Lane and but it's just a process isn't it it's a process we've got to get through no no, of course of course it is but I mean like we're saying about welcoming uh, Real Madrid uh, who are the biggest team in the world um, and you're playing them at Wembley is there uh, a tinge of sadness that is not at, at, at Wild Lane or a home ground yeah, massively man like can you imagine like like back back at like the 36,000 and how close you are mm. to the pitch and how loud that used to get it, it was almost like a 12th man it was almost like that uh, like even though I know who we're welcoming and how good they are and the players they've got and stuff like that that 12th man, when we are all singing in unison, I, I knew that that is a massive deciding factor Wait, in it, do and remember, I don't get that at Wembley. Do, do you remember when uh, we played AC Milan and uh, Galas cleared that ball off the line? Yeah. We sucked that ball. 
Mm. We give them that little speech. Mm. Everybody in the ground, everybody had to suck the ball out of the net and yeah. get Gareth was able to, 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 to clear it. It was kind of, it felt like that. It, uh, the, um, do you know what? I mean, there have been loads of times, loads of times where I felt that, well, you know, it's one of those games where you could get done it and your back's against the one. You've just got you just got to defend or or, or, or the, the fans carry you in that, in that manner. And when the chants are kind of like everyone's in unison, that rhythm of just going through the stadium and all the, and all the songs, and I mean all the songs are being fucking rolled out, and it's, you you just can't beat that. You really can't. And uh, I, and I know they say like the fans are behind us at Wembley, and there's like eighty thousand or whatever, but it just is not the same as as White Hart Lane. The the problem is is you've mentioned that that word maybe three or four times now about welcoming. Another team. I don't want another fucking team welcoming to Wild Lane. Yeah, none of them. I know. I know what you're saying. Yeah, of course. But what I'm saying is, yeah. in terms of other fans coming into my ground, I, I don't want them enjoying it. Absolutely not. And the problem with Wembley is people are can't wait to come to Wembley because it's an experience and it's and it's part of a day and all the rest of it. Mm. Um, and part of and like like you say, in terms of fans being close to the game and losing that momentum of 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 energy and, and 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 passion to an extent, I suppose, is is right, and and it's a, it's a fantastic point because it, I I think people underplay it. I think people underplay the fact that it, things stop. Like you had an awful experience on on Sunday or whatever Saturday or Liverpool, or whatever yeah. game, was waiting an hour to get into the game. But you could, and you were, and you're right though. In terms of songs, even on a performance <laughs> like that where we were fucking brilliant, particularly in that first half, is. A song starts, by the time it gets to you, it's starting to fade away, it's starting to come up. And I'm not saying that it's the fault of Wembley, you know, that Wembley's this evil creature. It's just the nature of the beast, of the fact that it's the type of stadium that it is. You know, mm. it's just the way things are. Flav's right in the in the in in what he says in terms of it's a process that we've got to get through. But I struggle with people that say that it's not a, a bad influence on us, it's a, or a negative influence on on the team I, I, I think it is and I think it's something that we overcome rather than something that we can embrace alright so we've established that Wem- Wembley's fucking horrible yeah well, let's, let's say a bit more <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we are playing Real Madrid mm-hmm. and it, what an occasion it will be um, there, there, there's been a little bit of um, we're unsure whether or not Harry Kane's going to be fit Pochettino said that you know it looks like he, you know there's a, a chance of him being fit we had a question in from Helen McGathy, McGathy, I'm gonna go with McGathy. Will Harry Kane play Wednesday? Would you risk him if it meant he was possibly out for longer? No, I'd say no because it's not a game we really have to win. I want to win. I'm not saying I'll be happy if we don't, but given what we've done in our first three games, yeah, it's not a must-win. We can we can do okay without Kane. If, if there's a choice of him missing more games, then I, I wouldn't want that. I think Pochettino is the same. You wouldn't risk playing him if if he wasn't even in in, in any way. Yeah, I think he, I think I think he's shown it. Doesn't really bring back people early. I think the one yarn with thing against Chelsea was a bit of an anomaly, and um, there's rumours that he's out for the season as a result. So we don't want that with Kane. Well, we're going to talk about that in the second half. Do you think that there's? Do you think that this game's ad, adds weight though in terms of of someone like Harry Kane and and the conversations that we've that we've been you know believed to have had between Pochettino and Harry Kane in in Pochettino's book which I'm sure we'll talk about later but in terms of the snippets that we've seen from the media but this this is a game that that Kane will want to be involved in so much 
because of the, as you say, because of the, the, the um, what's the word? You the know, the it, gravitas. Yeah, it? exactly, yeah. Um, in terms of it, and do you think that would weigh at all on Pochettino's mind, or can he be completely cold and say, no, I think, this isn't right? I think Pochettino's quite pragmatic. Um, I think Squawker did an article saying Kane's practically banging down his door, begging to play against Real Madrid. Squawker, the bastion of truth. Well, yeah, but, you know... It's the context of his question. Yeah, sorry. So, sorry, um, sorry. Oh, it's my fault, sorry. sorry. So, um... <laughs> Rick, you need to apologise for Never apologise. But no, I don't, I don't think Potts will care about all that. All right. I mean, I, I, I don't think so. I think he'll choose the right team for the right occasion. And I, it kind of... It, I want him to play. I want to destroy Real Madrid. I want, to, I want him to come here as, you know, the kind of... The club that they are, Bale... Fucking Ronaldo, all of them. Bring them all on, and then come get destroyed by Tottenham at Wembley, place that isn't even our home. And we did, we dick Real Madrid. We dicked Dortmund. Let's dick Real Madrid. And we would, if we win this game, what's that? Ten. Uh, that's eight, eleven points. Mm. Eleven points gets us through mm. easy. We don't have to worry about it. Oh, no, we, no, we can play our second streak. Yeah, for the other game. Regardless, regardless of of everything else that that surrounds this game, right? Is we should, we should celebrate this game because it's it's such a poignant moment as to show that where Tottenham are right now, right, of the fact that Tottenham are playing Real Madrid in a Champions League group that everyone said was group of death, which we're already seventy five percent group of dick. I call it. There now. you go. Seven... Tottenham's big dick slapping the faces of all these cunts. Exactly. Yeah. Isn't it? Just walking around like here, Thomas Tuchel. You remember he beat us slap dick across the face. <laughs> Do you remember him? Tom Stuckel? Yeah, remember where, what he did to us? Applewell, never heard of you. Have a dick road. across the face. <laughs> Real Madrid, Ronaldo, dick across the face. Do you I know for, what I mean? I yeah. forgot my point. Let's no, 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 I remember. Massive Tottenham wang across but it's the face. But it's something we should celebrate in the fact of where we are as to where, where we've come from. And, and do you know what? Stan Collymore tweeted the other day saying, praising Tottenham after the, top, after the Liverpool result, right? And someone tweeted him saying... But what if they won, Stan? But what I'm yeah. saying is, they've said what? What if they won? What? What tangible? What evidence can you? A tangible evidence can you? Can you attach to this? Points and he board. said, what he's what they've done is they've earned the right to be mentioned in the same breath as these clubs that are at this level yeah. with a third of the resources. Colin Moore said that. Yeah, which which in this day and age is is ridiculous, and it should be celebrated of the fact. And if Tottenham go off and and, and make success from that. Then everyone should be happy because if that's that, if that is your club, if that, if you're an Everton, if you're a Southampton, if you're a Stoke or whoever, it proves that if you get the right man in the right job and probably a little bit of luck and with, with a bit a of youth academy, academy. Well, perhaps, but but <laughs> well, you found my point. Forget <laughs> no, it. No, no, you're right. You know what I mean? No, Do you know I, what I mean? There's it. there's dreams there to to be had and to be believed in, and that is what football is all about. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Look, Real Madrid. Look, they, they, they're coming. We're Tottenham. On our day, we do you know? I think we're in a situation now mentally that we get to a position where a big team comes, a big stage, we perform. And if Harry Kane's in that team, we're they should fear us. They should fear us. Do you think things have changed though? Maybe in terms of the type of players that we have, the things like the Deli Alley and, and Harry Kane and um, and Christian Eriksen now, where where work has been obviously uh, taking place on their belief and where they should be as players and stuff. But coming into this games now, that they have to take ownership of games like this and, and have to perform well in terms of rather than hoping they perform well than they are expected to perform well do you think that changes well, anything they didn't, they didn't on Saturday 
No. If we're going to be honest about That's it. That's true. And we've got the record against the big six away. We think we're doing one out of six. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's still, there's still work to do, but I feel that we're a lot, even though, you know, the results are otherwise, I think we're a lot more competitive against those teams now than we were before Pochettino arrived. Um, Sherwood lost uh, 6-1 to Man City at home, was it 6-1? And he lost to yeah. Chelsea 4-0 away. Those results don't happen under Pochettino. They'll be losing these games. We're not getting absolutely shat on. I think under Pochettino, under the last two, three years, we've not been destroyed in, in that many games. Um, a stat that comes up almost every other week is um, our, the amount of points we've gained over the last two, three seasons, and it's like the most. People say, well, you've got no trophies to show for it, but it shows a level of consistency because Chelsea finished 10th one season. Yeah. Then they won the league, mm. and now, you know, well, they're third or fourth or whatever. But Spurs are keeping up there all that time with those hours at the third of the resources and I think that's got to be that's got to be praised if you can maintain that form if that's always there's only a matter of time before we win the league absolutely if you maintain that it's like league trophies FA Cups and maybe even European Cups it's only a matter of time all you need to do is bide your time there's always going to be an anomaly side you know it could be Man City Leicester Chelsea last season there's always going to be one team that runs away with it but that's exactly what we've had in the last two years. That's exactly what we've had in the last two years. Leicester City is a freak. There, there is no around it, and people can moan all about it, but it is a freak. And the last ten days, there were teams lying down for Leicester. There is no denying that. And then the second year is Chelsea. How many teams have you seen Chelsea go on a 13-match winning run? It, it doesn't happen. Wimbledon that came close bizarre. like in 97, 98, I think, or whatever, whatever year it was. But, but no one comes anywhere near it. And if they hadn't have had that, then it would have been ours. Uh, Man United let's deal with that game because it, it was a it was a tough watch for many reasons one it's hard watching Spurs about Kane no doubts about it you know we do miss him but they set up perfectly to nullify what we were doing we didn't create anywhere near the amount of chances that you'd usually expect us to do so um what 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 was your feelings coming from that game I thought we did okay I thought we did I okay think some of, I think some of the reaction after the game is it's absolutely dreadful. We've got a question from Pat Bosto on Twitter. He says, "Do you think fans overanalyze games? Why can't some fans just accept that we will lose the odd tight game just because it happens?" That's a hundred percent. The issue with that, the issue with that is we lost to West Ham a couple of days before, and then we lose to Man U, mm. and people are saying we threw the League Cup. I mean, Mm-mm. we didn't throw the League Cup. It's just one of those things. Sometimes you're going to win games. Sometimes you're going to lose games. Um, if Deli Ali puts that chance away. It's a different game. If Eric Dan Vertonghen get their act together, mm. we draw the game on Saturday. Um, I don't think we can be too. I don't think we should be too down, but we're in decent form. I mean, I was I was there, and watching it um, was the first ten fifteen minutes was I felt was uncomfortable. But after that, I thought we kind of got into our stride, and and I was. Um, as it happened, for the circumstance of how I got the ticket, luckily I, I happened to be surrounded by United fans in an area that I wouldn't rather be. But um, and I'll tell you I'm now, I'm more brag. No, but no, I'm just saying I was I had to be around United fans. Why? 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 <laughs> where was he sat? I can't believe you did. Where was he sat? Where was he sat? Al? Tell us where you were sat. I had I, I was very lucky to be invited by someone to to go into a into a into a what into a into a seat that included lunch. What shape was this seat? Was it a, a, a rectangle or was it a box? Or no, 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 it wasn't a box. <laughs> I, just, I just had a, I just had a, a comfier seat. That was it. But um, 
<laughs> I can't believe you did that. Uh, but, <laughs> no, I didn't. I was just saying I was in. I was happened to be in an area where I was surrounded Sorry, by United make fans. It, make it point, make but it what point. I'm saying is, they were fucking terrified. And I'm not joking. Talking about, oh my god, I can't believe we're going to be lucky to get away with a point here. And that was the conversation up until about an hour in, you know. Um, so that's why, how they view Spurs now. That is how they do Spurs. And before the game, again, having to be around them was the talk of. You know, this, this is this is season defining almost for some of them. It's amazing that we're that that's exactly. it's not, it, that isn't that doesn't make up for a trophyless season or no. it doesn't make up for the fact that. Well, does it though? I mean, I, I'm I'm not just, so sure. But look, you've got to get in a position where where some a club like Man United fear you, their fans fear you, in order to to to, to build and, and move on to yeah. something better. And, and all I, I'm sorry, and all I'll say is that. That that game, Saturday's game, was was a proper football match. It might not have been the most entertaining, and it might not have been the most kind of back and forth end to end. But it was a proper football match of two decent teams trying to work each other out tactically, working out each other. Um, you know who wanted it more, mm. and United finished their one chance really, and and we didn't finish ours. And that is all it's down to. Uh, Flav brings this up quite uh, quite often that. And, and, it, and it's a quote that a lot of people say, you know, football is a game of inches. And it was it was literally two teams that had a couple of chances and one team took their chance and the other team didn't. And, it, it, it you know, it could have been, it would have been fair for a draw. Like if Spurs would have gone there and won, I, I don't know if it would have been that, that fair, United winning as well. You know, it's, it's I, I don't feel like it's a massive robbery, but there were chances very few chances and they took their chance and and you know sometimes in football that happens you just got to, to be fair they it. did hit the post and miss a sitter as well at the same time they had a little oh. period why don't you shut your fucking mouth <laughs> get back in your box I'd like it just for a bit for you to shut your fucking mouth <laughs> <laughs> I think in years of social media, every little minutiae of the game does get um, overanalyzed. Um, mm. Oh, you know, Ali, Ali played rubbish. Um, Lorente should have started. Um, Son, Son shouldn't have started. This, that, and the other. And I just think sometimes some games you're not going to win every game. Yeah. The last three games we've played at Old Trafford have lost one nil every time. Real Madrid have just lost to fucking was to what, Girona. What are they called? Girona. Girona. I will never say that word ever again in my life. They've lost to Girona. Like the, the, you know, teams lose football matches. They do. No, that's right. One thing I did want to... Um, I was a bit surprised with, actually. Maybe not surprised with, but Lukaku, when he hit the post with that head down, he beat Toby. And then for their goal, Lukaku beat Toby again. Not Toby is that guy that you... When the ball's up in the air, Toby wins that. That's I Toby's. There was a lot wrong with that that goal. There was a lot, lot wrong with Martial's goal. There, 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 there was, but no, I'm not. I'm not strictly blaming it on him. Sounds like. But it, it, yeah, no, I am. Completely. He's well, really slow. What? And, like, I just didn't get up for it. No. <laughs> uh, but like as well, like I, I always think it's that psychological thing of like, like he's your uh, he's your countryman. You should you should know you should know their weakness. You should know how they're going to do this and. You should be fucking right up there asking. What, what, what do you think of the, the Deli Ali and uh, Ashley, Col- uh, Ashley Young split? Well, we know. Well, this, this, I think spat, rather. Uh, uh, Deli Ali said um, something, to, something along the lines of where you belong in a Zimmer frame. 
And Young said, come back when you've won the Premier League. You, you belong in a Zimmer frame. Something along What does make any sense? So he's actually, actually Young's perfectly right, isn't he? Yeah. Sorry. He's about 31, 32 now. Right. So um, that's what Ali meant. And he said to Ali, come back when you've won the Premier League. Hmm. I mean, and he may well do that with Man United one day. Uh, but, the, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, someone gobbed in his mouth. You're not someone. A bird. No, it's a bird shit in his mouth. Sorry, that's worse. Definitely worse. Yeah. <laughs> bird shit in your mouth. Yeah. Like, you can't say it. Don't pipe up. And he was caught wanking on a webcam. He got caught wanking. Is yes. that 100% true? Not, we're not going to say Like Khan style? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Ashley Cole. Young. Young. Uh, Ashley Young. Libel. A, a, a bird. <laughs> a bird. Not a, 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 a lady, but a... A, 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 a a pigeon, a, a wing, a, a, a wing beast, a pigeon or a, a wing, a wing beast, shit in his mouth, and he wanked on a on a on a webcam. And he's won the Premier League. I say exactly the same to Deli Ali. Fucking right. I no, fucking you, title, you don't. There's no matter. No, every, it is. every achievement under the sun doesn't cancel out. Do, the fact do you know? What, you do you know what wound me up? Shit in your mouth, Alex. Yeah, but still, do you know what wound me up? Right, is I saw I saw someone tweet um, afterwards saying, "Oh, back of United of old, diving, time wasting, niggling, trying to get Ali sent off," and I'm like. Yeah, that, all the stuff we should have Obviously. been doing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah no, I because agree. that is what winners do. It is, and it's not. It isn't like there's a, there's a le- level of decorum that you should keep at all times when you're you're representing your football club. But then there's a well, level on the of, pitch or off the pitch. You mean. Yeah, in, in every sense. But there's a level of acceptability where where, where uh, <laughs> I've just been shown a, a picture of actually. <laughs> Young, uh, trying to lick his own dick. By Why is his tongue out? Jesus, the England flag is amazing. Do you know what? I don't have an issue. I don't have an issue with that. I don't have an issue with Ashley Young doing that because he's a footballer. He doesn't want to get his rocks yeah. off, mate. And sometimes I don't care. I don't care that he's done him. it. I mean, you know, we all, we, we all have. A but point, I do but care about a, a bird shit in his mouth, and he can never say anything other than that. But that's not his fault. It's not his fault. But it was perfect. Did you make it up? He's like, no. But if you, if some, if if you are actually young, right? Yeah. And anyone that's played football will know. Some flash kid turns up on the wing or whatever. Some flash boots thinks he's it or whatever. You go straight through him in the first two minutes, right? And and that's essentially what Danny Ali's tried to do. He's tried to mug him off, and he's like, "Well, just come back when you've got a gold sticker on your it's arm." Fair enough. But you you got bought by like like you. I mean, does Ashley Young... at the age of twenty one, Ashley Young was was fucking stuck in shelves in Tesco playing for Watford. He can suck. His, he can fuck off. Nah. Suck his own dick. Anyone, anyone, suck his yeah. own dick. Nah, yeah, fuck, fuck Ashley Young. Mm-hmm. Fuck Ashley Young. No. Anyone, 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 anyone that's gone to Manchester United and and gone and won trophies. What? If, if anyone going, he played in forty percent of those games. But he's played in big games and he scored big goals in Name big five. games. Yeah, Name what, five. What, what, because I'm not a fucking excited media Don't like say you. it then. No, so you can't, you can't just throw out fucking yeah, but facts but in, you can't, in Alex You world. can't go to a club and win the medals that he's won and not be deserving of it. He was, he yeah, was, was a minor, to go was a minor cog in that wheel though. But he's part of that wheel. That's all that matters. He's, he's, a, little, he's, he's a, a fucking ball. fluffer. He'll walk. His he fluffed his way he'll, to. He'll, he fluffed his way to a Premier League trophy. He'll finish his career with a medal that he's earned. So was Jimmy Troy. Jimmy Troy. And good luck to him. Anyone Vladimir Smitsa won a fucking uh, Champions League. Yes. Look, what I'm saying is that like, what you're saying is you want to be Mrs. Young. Yeah. yeah exactly. Why don't you fucking? Yeah. I don't. Why do you start, marry I don't him? disagree. Why don't you find that? I don't disagree with the fact of. Find if someone says that to you on a pitch, you're gonna what are you gonna say? Oh yeah, you're right, Daddy. Yeah, 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 I'll shut up. Of course he's gonna say something like that. This is his first podcast. Young is a cunt. Well, I don't agree. Yeah, young is a cunt. That's the name of the podcast. Young yeah. is a cunt. No asterisks. Nothing. The word cunt. Gully. <laughs> Gully. I do like. Gully. Don't give a fuck. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Windy, back to draw the fucking knowledge, blood. I see you. I got your back. Yeah.
Hi, this is Wendy, back with the weekly youth update. Looking at our young players and players out on loan. Starting off with the loanies, Connor Ogilvie was a second-half sub in Gillingham's 3-1 away win at Rotherham. It was 1-0 when he came on, and he ended up playing centre-back for the last 20 minutes. Overall, their fans haven't really taken to Connor so much, but hopefully he'll push on in the rest of the season. Tom Glover played in goal for Central Coast Mariners in their one all draw at home to Melbourne victory. Anton Walks' season at Atlanta United came to a close as they fell short against Columbus Crew in the playoffs on Thursday, drawing 0-0 after extra time but losing 3-1 on penalties. In a post-season post-mortem article for SB Nation, Rob Usry listed um, Walks in a section called Unexpectedly Awesome Performance, saying his loan seemed to be a waste at the beginning of the season as he rarely made the bench, Fast forward to June and beyond and he became the team's starting right back and was consistently solid. So it sounds like great progress for Anton Walks this year. I'm really pleased for him. He was never a player that I rated particularly highly for uh, under-18s or 23s, but he's clearly kicked on and has become a, a handy player at right back and let's hope he gets a decent low move in January. Josh Olimer played 90 minutes in Villa's 0-0 draw with Birmingham City. He basically played as a second striker where his ability is and was totally wasted and ended up contributing very little. It's just a terrible loan for him overall and I really feel for him. He just needs to change club ASAP. Finally, Cameron Carter-Vickers played 90 minutes in Sheffield United's 2-1 away win over Leeds. He's had a very solid season so far and had another solid game and he's going down a treat amongst the Sheffield United fans. Moving on to the youth teams, the under-18s didn't have a game this week, but the under-23s have played twice. Firstly, they won against Arsenal, which I mentioned last week. And then on Derby, we lost 1-0. Um, I was able to watch this because it was streamed by the Derby website, and it was a really poor performance overall by our side. I thought Jaffet Tenganga at the back was probably one of the most impressive players on the pitch. Um, Keenan Bennett's also had a good game at left-back. And Marcus Edwards was quite impressive at times. Although there seemed to be a real disconnect between the defence, uh, between the midfield and attack, um, I don't quite understand some of the team selections. The subs were bizarre. Things really aren't clicking. We took off Oliver Skip at half time and lost control of the midfield as a result, and we didn't really then have that platform to build. The under 23s are a really strange team, and I think I've mentioned this before, but it seems to be a real mishmash of a team made up of some players who are really good and have got good chances of having long careers with with Spurs or other Premier League clubs, and some players who are just clearly not good enough and will probably end up playing League 1 or League 2 football. And I get that, they're going to have to be there for a while to see how they progress and to showcase their talent, but it doesn't always make for an entertaining um, team to watch. But that said, there are some promising players there. Um, some of those players will also be involved on Wednesday against Real Madrid in the UEFA Youth League match. That should be an interesting one. And the next under-23 match is at Stevenage on the 14th of November when we host Villarreal in the Premier League International Cup. Before I go, massive shout-out to the England under-17 team who won the World Cup beating Brazil in the final. Tasha Oakley Booth was um, an ever-present in the midfield for England. He didn't particularly stand out in the tournament, but I think that speaks quite a lot for the role he was playing. He was playing the number eight role, a shuttling role alongside a playmaker. He did what he needed to do very efficiently and basically had a very solid tournament. 
without particularly shining. TJ Yoma was on the bench for the final. It's a pity that he didn't get in. He's he's much better defensively than Steven Sessegnon, who played right back. But Sessegnon assisted two goals with great crosses. So was you know the coach was justified in that selection. That's it for this week. If you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter at WindyCoys. That's Coys for Come On You Spurs. Thank you very much, Windy, for your youth update. Thank you, Windy. Big up question for, booth. We've got a question for Alex. Uh, actually, the, the, uh, Windy is recording an Extra Inch podcast. Um, is everyone page. in the Fighting Cop recording a podcast tonight? Pretty no. much, yeah. Other than Spooky. Other than Spooky. Spooky's at home masturbating to dwarves I've, and I've wizards and stuff. I've yeah. videos. <laughs> Uh, uh, ben, we've got a question for you, Al. From Benjamin Smith. Ah, uh, oh, mate, Ben. Oh, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. I know what this B. is going to be. Yeah, from Benny the, V. From, from Benny V from the... Uh, Circuits. Circuits. <laughs> <laughs> from the uh, THFC latest days. Great days. Dubious days. I mean, days that could get me in trouble, but great days, no? <laughs> yeah. Nonetheless. Uh, he says, question for Alex. Would you rather eat a rotisserie chicken in a disabled toilet with your bare hands or dropkick a panda? You have to pick one of the two. But it annoys me, though, because if... if, no, if no, 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 just answer the question, Why are you mate? so whiny today? Yeah, you are, man. Why do you do this? But you've been whiny. It's, it's difficult for a vegan, who's like, like strictly vegan, to answer questions. Yeah, like hold on a minute. It wasn't so long ago that Flav was defending my honour about vegan. I am, I am defending your honour. I, I love the fact that you're so principled. But... But I what, would drop kick a panda, yeah. Because because pandas. But they're are, rare. No, the pandas are yeah, shit. But I'm not going to kill a panda by drop kicking it, am I? Listen, pandas. Kick should... it properly or not at all. Well, he's, he's asked whether I want to drop kick it. You're the one changing the question. No, but listen, like pandas are pandas are shit. They shouldn't exist anymore. That's the problem. Oh, uh, well, hold on a minute. No, no, no. no, no. As, See, this is what annoys me, right? If everyone watching Blue Planet last night tweeted, "Oh, hashtag Blue Planet is the most amazing thing I've ever seen." Oh yeah, but you're going to eat a fucking chicken, won't you? All these fucking creatures Mate. showing intelligence that no one ever thought possible, but yet the first thing that asked me to think they can fucking eat them, use them, or fuck them. <laughs> Listen, any chickens would have absolutely been fucked in Blue Planet. They're drowned and it would have been no good. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so if there's any They'd have liked that. They, they would have liked that. Uh, so you reckon drop kick a panda? Well, if I had to, yeah, because I'm not going to hurt the panda by drop kicking it. Of course you would. you kick its head in. you give it brain damage or something. No, you could probably just grab my ankles, swing me around, and then give me a good, you know, seeing to. I'd love to see that. <laughs> Alex getting seeing to by Panda. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, thank you, Benji. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Ben. Benny V. Uh, Luke Shaw said he'd love to play for Pochettino one day. Uh, this is part of Brave New World, uh, Pochettino Spurs. This is the Gillen Balaga. Balagay. Balagay's book, which is. Everyone's loving it. I've never seen the front cover of the book more through social media. <laughs> yeah. Every cunt under the sun. Have, have you... I've got it. Yeah. No, I haven't got it. I haven't read it. I haven't bought it or anything. You yet. finished it, haven't you? Well, pretty much. I, I did finish it and I, I was guilty. I got a bit excited and put it on Instagram. And um, the days that I've been chilled, I thought, I wish I hadn't done it now because everyone else is doing it. Well, it doesn't matter. Um, did matter. you enjoy the book? Um, it's all right. Um, there's nothing really juicy in the book. Um, the only juicy things are put were serialised in the newspapers. Yeah. Um, all the rest is pretty much just getting behind Pochettino as a person. Um, is it a bit of a piece of propaganda? Um, I wouldn't. It... I wouldn't have thought that Real Madrid would read the book and think, "Yeah, he wanted to be our manager or anything." But he just gave an insight. He's quite spiritual. Is Pochettino? Is he? Yeah, he's into he's into into positive spirits and positive energies. And he talks about the cult of personality in in England, which he finds a bit weird. 
But um, but no, at the end of the book, there's, there's um, a bunch of people giving that like, tributes to Pochettino. So Danny Rose is one, and Luke Shaw was one, and you know he, he owes a lot to Pochettino. Danny Rose is one, was he? Yeah, like, his one is actually quite nice. Gee, do you I, not... don't, I, I don't think Danny Rose actually in the in the in the grand scheme of things meant any disrespect to Pochettino at all. It was more <laughs> the, the general agenda, like the the way the club the club behaved, and he as a a player that wants to play at the top level, he wanted to see Spurs sign world-class players. And while I don't agree with a lot of what he said in the timing and whatnot, I think if you look back at it now, he didn't say a great deal wrong. No. And it's I, how modern football works, unfortunately. No, it's, just, it's just what happens. I think the timing and the publication made it a bit Yeah, crazy. yeah, obviously. But, um, I mean, I saw a few tweets, people saying that Luke Shaw's better than Danny Rose... I'm not sure I entirely agree. Luke Shaw's not been great for two, three years. No, no one agrees. But however, however, Pochettino, if you're under Pochettino and he gets him back in shape, who knows? Are we talking about the book or are we just not, are we not bothering? Really? Well, only two of us have read any of them. I know, but I just, want, I just want to, no, I, I just somehow I wanted to say on, it about say it. it. Okay, all right. Um, you talked about is it a piece of propaganda, and it, and it and and I think if you read it from that point of view, I think you'd <coughs> you'd you'd read it and go, yeah, okay, it probably is. But I've never, I, I'm, it, it's doubled my, trebled my love for him. Really, in terms of in terms of how he goes about things, he's he's tactical, he's analytical, but at the sense of off the back of someone wanting to do it and wanting to do it for him and for the club and for their development. You know, so the the emotional side of the game, or the um, the mental side of the game, however however highbrow or lowbrow you want to describe it, is more important than the technicality side of it. The technicality is important, but it can only be built off of that base, and it's something we don't hear enough of these days. And 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 I do you think it's mental that uh, I know. Well, I I don't I know I know just sniggering and stuff. I'll, I'll, but I'll go, I can kind of see where you're going with this. It's not. It's not just a whole passion spelt with P S H U N. It's not about that. What I mean is that it seems to be to me in 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 this age now that if you if you disregard tactics completely, then you're an idiot, which I think is right. But if to, even to disregard it slightly, as if you're as if you're some kind of like Neanderthal, and at the end of the day, these are twenty early twenty majority of our guys are early twenty year old lads that need to be managed as people, not as 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 tactical things, you know that that bit of it comes later. And as you get older, and as you get more experienced, and as you've experienced different tactics and been asked to do different jobs, and and that's why I've loved the book so much because it, it, it I think it lets into an insight that he has he, he recognizes where players are at certain times in their career and how to get the best out of them at that particular time. Do you think it's weird how like how much access Gilliam got? Like he got a a, a it's hard, like, uh, uh, we, we've tried to get interviews with players and, 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 and for good reason we were denied. Yeah. You know, I understand why the club don't want anything to do with us in that respect and, and, and I appreciate that and respect it completely. Why would they, given the fact that we're things that we talk about? But they gave Luke Shaw, Man United gave Luke Shaw permission to talk to him and say that he wants to play under Pochettino in some day and what a massive impact he had, and um, it may be that they know that ultimately, we all know that Danny Rose is going to end up at Man United, and Luke Shaw is going to probably maybe come the other way, and they wouldn't mind it because Mourinho hates him. If it, it, there's no other manager under the sun that could stop Luke Shaw being a piggy footballer, 
an actual proper footballer than Pochettino. And if, if he does, we saw at Southampton how good he was. He was absolutely superb. I think I saw, I saw something about Mourinho saying about like <clears throat> what what is uh, his thoughts about um, Luke Shaw saying that he you know he enjoyed his time under the pots and he didn't want to play with him again and stuff like that. And he was saying that you know at that time he got got the best out of him and like uh, Southampton were getting plaudits from everyone and uh, his positional play and, and how, how he was performing as a player and. Of course, that is going to be a fond memory uh, for a player. So, wh- why would you try and uh, curb their their opinion? Because at, at that time, everything was great for Luke Shaw, and and at this moment in time, there are players playing. You know that they're going to be picked before him at, at Man United. So he has no problem in letting uh, him go, in, mm. in le- letting him say his opinion and and. You know, trying to hush him up or whatever, but it was, um, you know, it's fair enough. But the thing is, as well, like uh, when you say that, like it, it works two ways because Mourinho can say that, yeah, about that, about his opinion and about Pochettino and wanting to play for him again and stuff like that. But then also, like if Mourinho doesn't want Luke Shaw, it's not him outwardly saying, "I, I don't want you. I don't want you to be at our club. Fuck off." Essentially, mm. but it's like. The, he, he's already laid his, his own groundwork there and it's just agreeing with it really without all, outwardly saying go but also and you've seen and you've seen Mourinho make plenty of mistakes with players that have turned out to be proper players that he hasn't that he hasn't rated you know so that's 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 something in there but, and again very briefly but you, you've seen people you know there's people like Dejan Lovren that have sent have sent Pochettino watches you know saying to my footballing father engraved in it and you know, that 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 type of thing really? doesn't yeah, that yeah. does that thing doesn't happen if you haven't got an, an impact on people as but as, he hasn't won anything who cares but his impact <laughs> as as as, pe- as players as people and as players become more highly paid and more highly strung and more highly motivated about other things perhaps other than medals as d- despite what Sky Sports and and social media would have us believe you have to be able to manage that stuff and we're in a position where we've got someone who is. Arguably one of the best in the world at that, and as Flavis said before, you know there's people, there's players that can leave, there's Deli Ali that can leave, it there's Harry Kane that can leave, but but Pochettino is the key, and I'm sure one day he will he will probably leave, and and I think if you've read the book or if you get as you get through it, I think you get that sense even more. But you know he talks about moving and his family and how he makes decisions at the right time for his own family, and it's probably more than inevitable that sometime he will go. Yeah, well, he's not and that's stay, the time we need to worry. He's not going to stay till he dies. Exactly, but, but that's and, the time and, and, we need to worry, not when Deli Ali goes. As we've seen in, in the history of being a human being, people always stay long enough to ruin the legacy. If, you stay, if you're a rap artist, if you stay alive long enough, you'll fuck up your legacy. Um, but, you know, you, you, 10 years to do. If he said ten years from now, I'd take that. That's <laughs> well, he, he said he wants to. I mean, that's what yeah, he, he, he wants him to be our Ferguson. So. No, he did. He said uh, ten, fifteen years would be perfect at Spurs. And fucking, and he, he loves Levy. Is it Levy? Levy. Levy no, he, loves, a, he loves Levy. I think. I think that's something that has gone a little bit amiss as well. And I think a similar that, that, that Gary Neville said actually on on his podcast after the Liverpool game, Liverpool game is that Daniel Levy takes a huge amount of stick when things are going badly, and perhaps he should take a huge amount of credit when things are going well. You know, and again, as as you as you read the book, as you go along, you you realise of perhaps how Levy's changed and how he's adapted things to try and make his manager at that time, who he thinks is the right man for the job, more comfortable than perhaps he's done in the past. 
Okay. Um, Hugo Lloris says uh, Spurs won't give up trying to catch Manchester City. That is in the evening standard. Um, yeah, um, yeah, obviously. What's he going to say? Well, we'd already given Man City the league this time last year, and look what happened. So. Well, yeah, they were eight points adrift. They look, they look better this year than they did last year. They look unstoppable, and they went to um, Stamford Bridge, took the game to Chelsea, and beat them. But in December, they've got they play Man U and they play us in December. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Will, so it's, it's a long way to go, and I think, and that, it's, it's the kind of thing you want to hear from your your players, don't you? you just want, like, I know it doesn't mean anything. It makes it doesn't make me feel anything when I hear Laurie's talking in that way. It's just like this is what you you have to say. Do you think it's a, how, how, how many games have we played so far? Ten. Ten. So this is where a Man City eighty-four points left to play for. But yeah. it's like you know, ten ten games gone. Like that's exactly what you'd expect to hear. And it's exactly what what I would think anyway. It's like there's only ten games gone at the yeah. moment, so yeah, it's like the 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 context of him saying that is some of our fans think you know the league's gone, City have won, which is fair enough. You know, they've not lost a game yet, but I think there's a long way to go, and I think we're going to have our say. I mean, this time last season we'd just gone out of the League Cup by Liverpool. Um, I think we'd probably won one in five games. Kane was injured, out of fair or injured, mm. and we ended up finishing second comfortably. So. Yeah. There's a lot that can be done this season. Do you feel it is different, though, when Larry says it? Because, uh, again, after reading Exit the Book, it's very clear to see that Hugo Lloris is almost seen as an extension to the coaching staff rather than as a, as, as a player in his own right. And for him to be saying this type of stuff and to be it's, it's that a, on board with that message, you know what I mean? Like you say, I'm sure it probably doesn't mean anything. It's something all... that runs through the club. Exactly, though. yeah. Okay, fair yeah. enough. I mean, you know, this is... I mean, we're... I think people need to... Forgive Tottenham if they don't perform and we lose a game. Like the game against West Ham was an anomaly. It has to, it has to be because that, that hasn't been representative of, of Pochettino's Tottenham at all, really. And you could tell how fucking livid he was. Even yeah. at two 0 up, you could see him shaking his head and all the rest of it. Yeah, exactly. he, he knew he knew the type of attitude that was being approached to that game. And to lose the game against Man United, it was it was just one of those things. Another game would have would have scored those goals. We had the opportunity. Man United may have scored their opportunities as well. It was just it was a tough game between two teams that were yeah. at the very top of their game. You know this, this shit happens. Like, you know we talked about it in the first half, but the, sometimes you lose football matches and it isn't the end of the world. And the biggest challenge to Spurs fans and everybody, every fans of any club is to realise that football's a fucking is tough and you'll come up against teams that are going to beat you or are better than you in that mm. day, regardless of how good your your playing stuff is or the coach's tactics are. You're going to lose games. And they're going to be games equally as that you really didn't deserve to win. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you, and you get the rub of the green. Yeah. And like, afterwards, you're, like, you're laughing back at the pub like fucking fans <laughs> exactly. that deflected in or... Thank God that happened, or whatever. Or that offside wasn't really called, or whatever. It's it's like it is so it's so close. And I tell you what, all the United fans that I had to encounter after that game on Saturday all were saying exactly that type of thing. Was like Jesus Christ, that's not that's not United that we've grown up watching. But look, we got three points and probably got away with that. Yeah, you know. I don't know. One 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 I've met. um, He just sent me a text message literally just after the game and said, "Have that you cunt." Which you would have sent exactly the same thing if we'd have won. I wouldn't have sent it. No, I wouldn't have sent it because I'm decent human being. I wouldn't have some. Well, I would have. Like, I, I, I was wound up. I'd just sent it back to him, die. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just die? My life would be better if you were dead. Did he? No, he didn't. He's yeah. a nice guy, actually. So I, I like him a lot. Um, Wanyama looks like he's out for the season somehow. This is reported by. Uh, we've got hashtag someone. 
In, Ian Ladyman from the Daily Mail mentioned it on Sunday Supplement, and it's been taken as gospel. It may be, it may be true. Who it's knows, weird but... though that we haven't had him. We haven't had he became he was such an integral part of yeah. our game last season, and he's he's just gone. Like, is he alive? What <laughs> the surname of the guy that's reported it? Yeah. Lady man. Lady man. <laughs> this is why I love the fighting cock because of that. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing at his surname called Ladyman. Love it. I wouldn't laugh at someone because they're a lady man. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I quite like them. You know, all right. <laughs> I think they got a bit about them. Uh, yeah. Anyway, who gives? A, I mean, we don't know. But, is it, but well, look. Let's assume. We let's assume it's right for discussion purposes. It's it's a huge, huge loss. It's oh, massive. I don't know. We've done quite a lot about him. No, Sorry, but I'm, I'm chewing my finger now. Well, don't. But it is. It's it's a, it's a huge loss. You can't. You know, there's no there's no way around it. It's it's, it's a big loss. It's a key player in our team. It is a huge loss. T, Paul Poley, num- number one, says, if your girlfriend's wives suddenly declared that they support Woolwich, what would you do? You throw elbows or what? Girlfriends or wives. Girlfriends or wives. Girlfriends wives. I'll be honest and say I wouldn't really care. I wouldn't, I'd rather she didn't. What, what if she becomes staunchly Arsenal? Well, yeah, that'd be a problem. Yeah, yeah. it would be. That's what we're talking about. What, what would problem, you do? I think, yeah, um, divorce, like, like, I'd custody mm. of the kid or what? Um, yeah, I think I'd have to um, take extreme action against Arsenal as a, as a club. What? Like, like, <laughs> stadium, like right? what? Well, yeah, something, something, something along those lines, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to promote certain activities, but yeah. It's the fact that how he closes his lips when he says it after it makes you think that yeah. he would actually do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, he would. Do it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is your your girlfriend or your wife declaring their love for? The scum, and you you take action into your own hands of like with the stadium and, and grenade over the stadium, walk away. But that's nice. But he's uh, he's taken action into his mean, own like, hands and done it. But that's that you know what? that requires respect. Rick, you've got daughters. I have got daughters. Yeah, what, what if one of them goes? I, I understand what Tottenham means to you, Dad. I really understand it. I understand it. But I fall in love with a bloke, and he's proper Arsenal. And do you know what? He wants me to be Arsenal as well. All right. So uh, my my daughter came home from school. And she said, uh, Dad, uh, I've got a boyfriend. And I said, oh, really? I want to hear more about this. I want to hear She's six. <laughs> and I was like, OK. I, so I thought I'd humour her. And I said, what's his name? And she said, oh, it's Gavin. I was like, mm. what's Strong what? name. And, Strong I, was, name. and mm. I was like, what football team does Gavin support? She said, I don't know. And I said, well, it better not be Arsenal because you know, <laughs> you, you know that... You know you can't go out of someone that's, that supports Arsenal. And she said, "Yeah, all right, all right." <coughs> Next day she comes home from school. So, like, how's your day? Oh, I split up with Gavin. Why? <laughs> I've just split up with Gavin. Just split up with Gav- Gavin. Gav. <laughs> I'll split up with Gavin. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so, so what I mean, oh, I've got a new boyfriend. Oh, oh, who's who's your boyfriend? Oh, his name's Callum. I was like, oh, okay. So, so, what's happening? Like, yeah, what's why, why have you done that? What, like. Oh, by the way, Dad, uh, Callum supports Tottenham. Yeah! yeah that's good, that's nice. Like, that's Jane, nice. Jane, Did Gavin support Arsenal? I don't know, she wouldn't tell me. But, um, Fuck Gavin! And then the, the other day as well, I, I, I took the girl out to London on Saturday, and as we were going on the tube, she was doing her uh, spelling out the stations, doing the phonetics, yeah. and going through, and we got to the station. I was like, all right, I was like, okay, so, so what's the station? And she went, ah, er. Uh, and she looks at me this, but like she was amazed like, and she went Arsenal and I was like yeah it is and she grabbed her nose and she went 
Oh my god, it stinks round here. Oh, oh yes. She's six years old. Six years old. Six years old. Well done, Mickey. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Good that is good, Darren. Good, Darren. I was just like, you know, like when I was a kid. That is good, Darren. When I was a kid and we went past Arsenal. My dad would do a fake, a fake spit on, yeah, on, yeah. on the platform, and he'd hold his nose, and he'd be like, "Rick, hold your nose, boy. Hold See, your nose. Yeah. There's a lot going through it." Dad, I, I aspire to that, to that parenting because so my little girl is ten months, right? And and my wife is. We're in a new area, right? She wants to make friends. That's fine. I get that, right? But she's made friends with this, with this, with this lady, right? Who has got a husband who is is an Arsenal fan. So he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go see Lenny, her boyfriend, right now, right?" Harper's new boyfriend, and he's an Arsenal fan. I'm like, well, well, no, because you know what's going to happen as 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 they you're as they grow up. Yeah, 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 it's are, not you happening. Are, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. going to destroy him because it's just it's you're going to have to put, put him out in a parking lot. One, it's gross, right? And two, it's it's just it's it's it's, it's not right. right? Yeah, it ain't right. So I've told her that this can't Who, happen. But yeah, they do well both. Both of them. She's, you know, she doesn't understand the word you say. Well, yeah, but you got very subliminal. Young, very young. Keep going in to say like Arsenal. Yeah, we're holding your nose and stuff. It's yeah. fine. Um, but yeah, they think it's like cute to have like photos together. And I look at it and they go, oh, look, look, look how cute. Does no. she look? I'm like, no, it's no, just disgusting. Because I, I know who his dad supports. Yeah. And I know who his dad's talking and to And you know about. what that kid's going to grow up to exactly. be. An utter, utter cunt. So I've asked, I'll, I'll praise you, Ricky. <laughs> yeah, well yeah, done. Yeah. 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 And all, all this like going out with like gooners and, and whatnot. Not on. Nah, you, never you, on. You, you, never it's on. quite so common, it, actually. I know it is common, good. but if you like, if if any women or men are listening to this and they've, they've ended up going out with a gooner, um, realise that what you're actually doing is you're you're polluting the gene pool, the Tottenham gene pool. That should be with, this, with is some, this is some Enoch Powell shit, man. Like, it's true, it's, it's a blood, man. Look, yeah, it's I, true. It's the same with <laughs> Liverpool. When I first met Rianne, she was like, oh, I'm a Liverpool fan, I'll watch football with you. So if you want to tweet her, tweet her, at Rianne Zuckerman, say you're a Liverpool oh, scum. No, don't do this. No, I mean, she told, she's not on Twitter, I've checked, I've checked regularly. No, you haven't. <laughs> but you can, because she's fine, because you pretended. Um, no, it's true, though. So, like, you'd like, realise that what you're doing is potentially polluting our gene pool. Hmm. But as and, well, uh, like if if you are, if you're dating a girl, and like, the first thing she says, like you're going through that early stage... And she says she's a gooner. Just like, just you just got to cut it. Cut it, it, cut it. But, gen- is, but genuinely, would it? Would it, it can't would, be that good. Would it genuinely like, turn you it. off? Would it, it, but it would genuinely turn you off if someone if she said to you, "Oh yeah, I'll, I'll have a bit of us." Alex, no. Alex, the dick can't be that good. That you, you dick the dick. Like if you're going out with a bloke who's an Arsenal fan, but their dick is so good that you can't give it up. It can't be that good. You talk about a woman now. No, I'm talking about if you were a woman and you were going out with an Arsenal fan. Oh, right, I thought you were talking can about the dick. Dead. Can the dick be that good? Well, yeah, but turn it around the other way. If you're a guy and a girl says to you, look, oh, I, love a bit, I, love, I love a bit of Giroud, then no. you wouldn't want anything to do with her. Yeah, exactly. G- genuinely, it would, it, would it genuinely sour it slightly? Of course it was sl- yeah, slightly. Slightly, it's not even... Under- but even if she was like the hottest thing you've ever seen? No, don't care, no, mate. Look, it look, never works. It's a different thing. It doesn't work, work does it? If it doesn't work. Different... But it does, because we know, we know people that who are Arsenal and Spurs fans and they're together. No, we listen, know people. Listen. They're not happy, though. <laughs> they're not happy. They say they are. Just to front it, man. If, if, I if, know. If you find someone that makes you happy uh, and they're an Arsenal fan, but they actually genuinely nourish your soul... Outside of football, and I understand it. Mm. But if it's all about the dick or the or the ass, then fuck you. Look, to be honest, here, this is this last five minutes is simple eugenics. That's yeah. all this is. Yeah, eugenics, eugenics. in the right place. It's like <laughs> brave new world, alphas and epsilons. 
This is a correct way to live. Yeah. Always listen to T when you want advice about how to live. That's you, eugenics advice. in the right situation is probably hundred percent correct. Could mm. be a good thing. Yeah. In the wrong situation where it's about the way people look and 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 their their smell and that 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 that's a bad thing. But then even then, like, Arsenal fans smell differently. They do us. smell differently. Yeah. They do. It, like bit like like rubbish. They smell like rubbish. They do. Yeah. Like an open dustbin. Like an open dustbin that's been left in the sun yeah. in, in, in a summer sun. Yeah. For, for six, when, six when weeks. When, six weeks. When there's a bin men strike. Yeah. Like, yeah. like in the seventies. Yeah. Mm. That's the smell of Arsenal fans. What, what's eugenics? Google it's, it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's when you... I'm so glad you asked that question because like, I don't want to talk about it. I've heard this name. Is it the same as genetics? You're asking me. Yeah, I know, but I heard... Eugenics is like trying to create... It's like creating a master race. Yeah, so I was going to say because Adolf has said this word. That's why I said Spurs. You know, I don't need this. Yeah, Adolf. Why are you watching Adolf speeches? What you learn something from the book? The most horrendous, horrendous people on earth. You learn something from what they say. Really? The book Grave New World was about eugenics. Yeah, it's it's it's. Is it really? Yes. Is it? It's a horrendous uh, practice. Book, should I be upset? About... Oh right, oh, okay. I was going to say, should I be upset about it? <laughs> it's, it's a horrendous practice that should, you know, you know unless it's Spurs. Nothing it's correct. <laughs> What's next on the running order? <laughs> Thank yeah. fuck, it's the last question because you lot talk loads, especially you, Alice. Let's go. I'm joking. I love mugging up Alex. He's, he's my favourite person. On he made me do a fifty-fifty in the break. Well, and you went before three. Yeah, so I was enough. afraid of you snapping my leg. Answer the question. CM three one one eight eight on Twitter. He says, "If you had to lose one, would it be? If you had to lose one, would it be Marcus Edwards or Harry Winks? Edwards, Edwards, Edwards. Yeah. Why? Because I think Winks um, is million. I think Winks should be something special. I think I don't. I don't. They both could be. I don't have any issue. Yeah, I agree. I don't have. Um, I'd rather England national team didn't exist if I'm, I'm quite honest but if, if an England national team needs anything it's something it's someone like Harry Winks um, and I think English football needs someone like Harry I Winks I think Winks will see out his career at Tottenham and be Mr Tottenham that in the way sense. that Steve Perriman was all those years ago having, having said that I think the world of Marcus Edwards and I hope he sees his potential with Tottenham I mean I, mean, I, I think the ceiling for Edwards is higher mm-hmm. but I think Winks is Real potential is is more evident now. Also, do you think that say they're at the same level now, where Edwards is starting 10, 15, 17 games a season, perhaps you you get that sense that you know if an offer came along, Edwards would probably be more likely to move than perhaps Edwards. Uh, based Winks would based on what we've heard so far yeah, about really Edwards, it, you you think that he he perhaps would be more open to to a move, and Winks is more. Built into the Tottenham DNA. I saw some quotes. I don't know if it was to do with this book or uh, I've just seen quotes everywhere now. <laughs> and uh, it was about, I think it was about Pot saying about Ed, uh, Edwards, about um, how he needs to carry himself professionally and how he needs to kind of adapt and blah, 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 blah. And where Winks is now, I think, like, I think Winks always understood that being grounded and being professional about what you do and applying yourself in training and, and everything outside of football. It's not just what you do on the training pitch. It's about uh, afterwards what you do and how you conduct yourself as a man. And um, Edwards, I, I, don't, I don't know his background, but it, reading between the lines, it kind of felt like it, it was 
getting too big for your boots and you need to understand that this is your place and yeah. you always get your chance and you need to do certain things and live up to that expectation. And there's a difference between Edwards is 17 and Winks is, what, 21? How, how old yeah, is... Uh, there's, uh, that, that four years are a crucial four years as well. Yeah. How so. old is Oakley Booth? Hey. Same age. Yeah. It's the same, same, and, and we haven't heard a word. But he's not at the same level, is he? No. Let's, let's, let's have it right. He's, he's same level as who? Well, as Edwards. Is he? Because he, he he's in the in the squad ahead of Edwards, and, and I've watched a lot of that tournament, and, and he's played well, and he's played he's been but, fine. But, but what not... I'm saying is, is that he's while he might not have the natural ability of Edwards, clearly he doesn't. No. He's in the squad. Yeah, and who's to say that he won't go on? Because we said the same about Kane. But, but we've all, we've it's all it's... been to eighteen eighty two in the early days and watched Harry Kane, and none of us came away saying, "No, oh, he's the next." He's the next Ronaldo or Messi, and look where he is. No, he's probably no. the closest knocking on the door than there is. No, but if you speak to any and Windy indeed as well, or, or anybody else, they, they they would say that Edwards is the next big thing. But Oakley Booth has now been involved in first team squads ahead of Edwards, which I presume because of his mentality. There's not been much though, is it? There's not been much between them. There's been you know in the Carling in the not Carling Cup like whatever league what they have at the league cup was I want to see Edwards I want I want to see Edwards playing that yeah and, and we all do and I think that's that's something that will will happen I think um, it's a shame that we got knocked out of the league cup because uh, it would have been a better exposure exactly yeah but uh, it's interesting you saying that because why have we not seen Edwards more to the fore been and, injured and, 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 he's had a lot of niggling injuries I think is that I think so yeah. oh, okay fair enough that's <laughs> I'll, I'll stop with that. Well, I might be wrong. I'm sure nah, we'll nah, be Nah, nah, bin him off. Bin him off. That's it for the Fighting <laughs> Cock podcast. Thank you so much. Is it already? Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's flown by, but it's also Drake. It's like fucking Gangs of New York, this one. What's it like? To, like, we're obviously, me, Alex, and, and Rick, we're pissed. Yeah, I was going to say, what <laughs> oh, we yeah. need to do for these podcasts, we need to stop <laughs> fucking drinking as much as we do. Why, though? I, because, oh, it, I, because this always It's so happens. rare I get to drink. It's nice. Ricky, I, I can't do this without being drunk. No, I know. Uh, I, I've learned to do it without being what, drunk. What's it, what's it been like being sober? It's nice. Is it? Because you've been... Uh, look, from my perspective, with paranoid drunk, you look like you're fed you up. You get angry at us, yeah. Yeah, and angry. <laughs> no. Getting pissed off. No. I love you lot I love so you guys what to know. Honestly, uh, honestly, you lot... I love you. You're my you're my favourite people. You're my favourite. Tea in particular. People. When I make tea angry, it it's my favourite thing. My favourite thing is when we go on a night out and tea <laughs> tea grabs me and yeah. goes, "I love you." Do you I get love I love you. you? I get told off about stuff. What? I, does he? I, I don't. I, I, <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, thank very you so nice. much once again for downloading the Fighting Cop podcast. All thirty percent of you have lasted it to, to you know. I've got the analytics. <laughs> all thirty percent. Is that all it is? Thirty percent. Yeah, I mean, it's, come on, that, that's part of the course on podcast. You've got to make it short. The, I, I, anyone, I any, no, no, you don't yeah. have to make it short. Well, I don't. I don't listen to it at all. Do you? No, no, no. This is the the path of the course. So anybody who listens to podcasts, generally thirty percent is what make it to the end. If you're one of the thirty percent, we love you. Is this the bit where they turn off though? Where we're just talking about. This sort of shite. Well, thirty percent will stay with us to the end, regardless. Or you, or you thirties, right? Leave a review on Facebook. Oh yeah. Leave a review on iTunes. Say how great we are. Yeah, and Ricky will go out with you for a drink. Yeah, no, listen. yeah, yeah. I will. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. No, no, listen. If you, you if you're thirty percent at the end, but maybe they've already left the left the review. But if you're still here now, you're one of the thirty percent. If you could do us a favour and leave a review, if if, if all thirty percent of you left a review mm. right now, and we love you the most. Yeah, we, we would end up at the very top of the iTunes charts because it's all based on interaction with what? I've got an idea. Go on. If you leave a review, yeah, 
There have to be lyrics from a popular song. We've got to tell what the lyrics are. <laughs> so, they, so if they leave a review, right. I don't know, for example, they could say... Um, Busted, crashed the wedding. I, I don't know. Um, you know. I like that podcast when, you know... When, so, they, when, when it's a don't mug yourself, as like, a song title. Or, or, oh, I get you, okay. Or, um, I don't know, maybe so Sally can wait. Something like that, something or, or, subtle. Roar, I'll give it to you. Like water. Like cocaine straight for Bolivia. No, what, what is that before? <laughs> are you going niche now? Yeah, we're going niche. Just can we not just oh, go like yeah, busted... Yeah. No trivia, like cocaine straight from Bolivia. If you can write that on our on our iTunes, like nothing to do with Tottenham at all. Just Wu Tang. What'll happen? Um, nothing will happen. It'd just help us. Oh, okay. And it would be funny. So if you had like twenty fifteen reviews, just saying that, yeah, that'd be good. All right, uh, thanks very much for joining us once again. It's been a boozy podcast. Uh, we met early on to do some filming and whatnot. We're doing a, a piece for for Ball Street about Wembley. And uh, it was a lot of fun. Anyway, I'm done. Bye! 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 Podcast Network. Sports Social 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 Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.